the final round. It was pr- it was pretty exciting. A lot of people. I, yeah, I thought I, I thought it was exciting for sure. Like I know Mito was he was in it all week. Obviously, he's leading going into the last day, and I just felt like I would have much rather him lost the tournament, like on the front nine or something. You know what I mean? I, I just felt like I felt bad for that dude to lose it yeah. on the last hole. Pretty brutal. Yeah, that tee shot swing was one of the worst shots we've seen from a professional in a while. Oof. I mean, he, he his swing is so beautiful, and the way he held it off, it was like even more than Scotty Scheffler's, like when he tries to save it, that really low left finish. Yeah. It, like was, yeah. it was like he didn't even make a through swing. Yeah, it did not look good, that's for sure. I mean, he was he was kind of struggling all day. I, I definitely think the pressure got to him a little bit. Um, he had a, a number of just ridiculous par saves. I think there were at least two, maybe three, like 10 to 12-foot par putts that he sank, which, I mean, I know for those guys, you know, they can make those almost regularly. But, I mean, that's that's a difficult putt to make, especially if you're uh, you got the pressure of keeping the lead, you know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy he went finish. through a lot. What a finish. Holy crap. What a tournament. That was a good way to watch some golf. I didn't think it was going to end up like that. I thought it was like a cruise, little Zally yeah. victory, you know. Yeah, it just happened. Justin Thomas, big comeback. What a shot shaper. We talked about it. We were talking about him, talking about the shot shaper. No, dude. I, I'm, I'm so bummed. Like, oh, man, I was like the little kid in a candy store you know what i mean i saw a shiny new object in scotty scheffler <laughs> and i had to go after him yeah, same but, same but, he's how did he not win i guess it was the <laughs> back nine 40 or whatever yeah no that was that was brutal dude i was he just got crushed thing. what happened i mean when dude, you win so much golf five. your luck has to run out at some point right yeah you go through these stretches of eight weeks two or three months where of a, as a golf pro where you make most of your money. It's true. And you get a, maybe you get a couple of those in really good years, but burnout is real. Burnout is real. We were just, a lot. We were just talking about it at the, before the podcast. We and you were talking about how the burnout was real. How like guys, you know, like a guy like Justin Rose this week might be a smarter play because he hasn't played in a bunch of tournaments this year burning himself out, but a guy that's been playing every single week you know, that might not yeah. be the best option because he's kind of burnt out from playing all these tournaments. Southern Hills was also so long, such a long week. Tigers, you know, Tigers. Right, that was a long course. Stressed. It wasn't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm even I'm wondering how a couple of those guys will end up playing this week. I mean, it's a quick turnaround, especially for the guys that were in contention like JT, Zalatoris, uh, you, you have Mito coming back. You know, are, are there going to be any sort of hangover or are, are those guys just in prime rhythm right now where they're going to come out and still just play really well? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a tough one to decide. I think Justin Thomas now, I mean, has 15 wins now, stopped his one-year drought, right? Kept Incredible. His, kept himself alive and just crushed it. That's uh, 29 years old. It's his second major. He's looking pretty good. He's lining himself up to have a couple nice more years of some golf, I'll tell you that. Yeah, and maybe this isn't his only major this year. True. He's been inspired by Tiger. So close with Tiger, they have kind of a brotherly relationship. Yeah. And Tiger's, you know, doing his thing, but he's I'm sure he's helping JT a lot. 
I mean, you tie for the largest final round comeback in PGA history, PGA championship history, let me just clarify. It's crazy to think about that. You don't have those kind of days just randomly, you know. That's that's work and dedication that he's been putting in for, and we've seen it all year, right? We've seen it with, like, these tough battles he's been going through, like, trying to really get himself back in it. And I think this is kind of the moment, you know. This is like the, ooh, we woke JT up moment. His his relationship with uh, with Bones Mackay too, yeah, is really interesting. And you know, you have this whole thing that happened with Phil, and it seems like Bones picked the right team. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, what do you yeah. think? <laughs> I'd say they're doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, and Phil's not doing so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a clear. That's timely. a very good point. Yeah. It was a timely transition from Bones. That's a real. Yeah, good point. was there some like insider trading there or something? Like he had a sneak peek <laughs> to something. He was like, yeah. "I'm getting the fuck out of here." Yeah. But yo, speaking of like brotherly love and connection, like JT and Tiger, where were you guys at, man? When I made the Scotty Scheffler pick, I've been talking JT almost all season. I had him as the Masters yeah. winner. I thought he was prime for that. You guys let me. You guys let me see the new shiny object and went after it, man. Yeah, I, I was staying gun. away from Scotty. I knew he was bad bait. Come on. Yeah, I. I, well, I will tell you, my boy Matt Fitzpatrick almost came in there. Yeah, came Matt in. I was really stoked at the end. He gave me a little heartbeat. I thought I was going to win big and take it home. And want to let everybody know, I still won the week. Thank you very much. Out of our group, appreciate all of you. I wish I would have won Matt Fitzpatrick winning that, but it's okay. You know, he gets the next one. I think honorable mentions to him and Cameron Young, Zalatoris. Come on, we got to talk about it. Putting stroke, obviously super sus, very sketch. Not a great putting stroke. Looking like Not too much Ritalin on that putting stroke. That's a lot of shakes going on. I don't know. That's a lot. Yeah, so there's a lot of it changes the direction. Oh. Yeah, he's got to nail that down, guys, and then he's going to be a champion, dude. He's going to crush though once he figures it out. I swear he'll he'll dominate. Yeah. But for uh, now. yeah, no shit. The guy is he's got top tens in five of his eight majors, and he can't putt worth the shit. Right, like the best ball. If he can learn how world. to just putt, oh my god, dude! The, the guy yeah. should have like four majors. You at know this what? Point, if he could just putt on tour average, I think <laughs> I think it's. A Zalatoris thing. I think he just needs to go get the custom made golf club that was made for Happy Gilmore, and use oh, yeah. that for his putting. Yeah, and then I think <laughs> I think we'll be With, solid, and I think he'll play really well. Happy, happy, happy. Uh, yeah, Zalatoris. I I definitely think he'll end up winning some majors at some point for sure. He's just too good of a player. If he could figure out the putting. Um, I mean, even a little bit. He doesn't have to be a great putter with how good he is on every other facet of the game. For sure. Uh, but if he, if he could figure that out, he'll, he'll have some majors in his pocket. Welcome to Good Lies Golf. I'm Ryan Sherman, and I got a motherfucking birdie this week. Across the way, I got the legend Zach Grossman, who shot a 70 this week. Probably had a few birdies. And uh, then we got Brendan Lawson who hasn't played in a month and takes practice swings in his garage. But we still love you, and we're coming in hot anyway. Welcome. We're the boys from Good Lies Golf. Cheers. Do you love drinking alcoholic beverages? Well, this is the advertisement for you. Encore by Talkhouse is a premium canned cocktail beverage that you can purchase online in 32 different states and shipped directly to your home. This stuff is amazing. They have four different flavors, two vodka flavors, two tequila flavors. It's real alcohol in the can. 
It's not malt liquor, no BS White Claw, no BS all that other stuff, seltzer. It's real alcohol, real fruit juice. Good for a year. Epic. Talkhouse Encore. Drink it. TalkEncore.com. Cheers. <laughs> so you have Mito Pereira, and you also have another Corn Ferry graduate from last year, Cam Young. Yeah. Uh, both multiple winners last year on the Corn Ferry. They're doing big things now on the PGA. Cam Young has a couple second-place finishes. And Mito, yeah, Mito, he had it right till the very end. Yeah, if he didn't so. whack that shot right in the fucking water, he would have been good yeah. to go, boy. Yeah, he would have been one, on the one money. more swing, one more good swing. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, the future's bright, man. I think there's a lot of good players. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a number of rookies even this year that are playing really good golf. Uh, you got Davis Riley; he's playing some really good golf too. We'll see him this yeah. week, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people were saying that Mito was kind of coming out of nowhere i saw memes out the the ass of the announcers from happy gilmore if you guys recall that scene where they're announcing happy gilmore and then they turn to each other and they're like who the hell is happy yeah, gilmore who the hell is happy? Uh, so i saw so many memes of that and referenced the meter prayer and i kid you not on one of them i saw commenting it was sean foley right so sean foley yeah, everyone knows who Sean Foley is, and he commented. He, he was basically like, "Dude, this isn't out of the blue. Like, this is a top five ball striker on the planet. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just not a big name yet. So, this kid, he's going to be around for a while. We'll see him this week. We'll see Get if there's any it. kind of burnout or, or letdown after the uh, the major loss there. But you know, he could come out this week and say, "Screw it. You know, I lost. It is what it is. I but I want to win well. this week. I think he'll do well. I think that's a safe bet to make." Whether it's in DraftKings so. lineups or it's just like a nice little couple dollars. You know, people people who listen to this, if you don't bet on golf, holy cow. Like, you could just throw a couple dollars in that week and you might get lucky and you hit the right guy. The odds are bananas yeah. in golf. It's you not like 40, other sports. 40, 50 bucks off a $1 yeah. bet. Yeah, off a $1 bet, 40, 50 bucks. It's worth it. Who cares if you have a couple bucks to spend? I mean, not many people do, but. Hey, know. man, I won eight bucks off a free tournament, okay? Because I have Mito on it. Eight, bu- eight bucks, guys. You know eight what eight bucks, bucks buys you? Nice. A couple tenders and maybe a Texas toast that came, raising canes. Huh? Exactly. That's exactly raising what canes. I do. This is an unofficial advertisement for raising canes, fast food, chicken. One of the best places on planet Earth, graced by God Himself. Canes chicken. These are facts. These are facts. It's actually in the Bible. And it's in there. So. Yep, it's in there with the Noah's Ark and the boats and the incest. It's all in there. And there's a piece of fried chicken. It's on, on the right on the ark with right the other there. animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Moses actually was frying chicken up on the burden bush. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. I can vouch for that. Speaking of old things is the Charles Schwab invitational. That is the tournament we're going to see this week here in the PGA tour. It is in Fort Worth, Texas. It opened in 1936, the Colonial Country Club, of course. It was designed by like 12 different people, so I, I can't really comment on that. Zach can maybe give us a little bit more background, but it's a par 70, 7,209 yards, Bermuda fairways, and bent grass greens, and seven par fours that are between 400 to 450 yards, and only about two par fives, so it's pretty important. Winner gets 1.5 mil. I mean, Zach, that's a lot of quiche. What do you think? 
Oh yeah, that's great. Do be happy. That's with a lot of that's million. a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It's not not enough. Not enough. Brandon for me to go out and play golf for four days, it's got to be a lot more. It's got to be a lot more. I'm sorry, Brennan. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's been associated with Ben Hogan pretty much since it began in 1946. And Ben Hogan's had sponsorship of the event, or it's just been associated with him. Right. Got it. And he won it five times. Wow. Most so of any player. Ben so, Hogan won this event five times. Yeah. And the year, one of the years he won this, the first year he won this, he won 13 times on tour that year. Holy cow. He just lit it up. He had himself a... It's a lot of wins. It's a lot of wins. That's like a Tiger-esque. Should have done better. <laughs> right. That's still not enough for Brendan. Should have done better. Should have done better. Should have done better. Damn it. Yeah, man. No, I, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, we don't often get opportunities to like look at course history for a lot of these places because a lot of... I mean, not a lot, but, you know, there's a number of events throughout the year that change courses year after year. And uh, this is the longest non-major event in course combo that's running in the game, aside oh, from Augusta and the Masters, right? Mm -hmm. So it's definitely one thing I, I try to keep in mind a little bit. You know, I, I try to look at guys and how hot they're playing coming into tournaments, but this is one of those rare opportunities. Like I said, it's the same course, same event. So you can look back at some some history for some of these players and see how they've done over the past. So maybe that comes into play a little bit with some of my picks. Maybe not. We'll soon find out. But I think uh, another item. Big. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, you get you get some of these same guys. Uh, they they played enough that they start to know really how to maneuver around the course where to put balls and things like that so yeah course history is a big piece this week yeah. and then like you said there's a bunch of par fours another another thing that i think is going to be really important is how these guys play the par threes because the par threes are long and there's a there's a guy that i got on my on my pick list here that uh is top in the field on long par threes. so we'll see if that works out or not yeah and we were saying before there are 121 golfers in the field it's strong field despite that many golfers. Usually you got 130, 40, 50. You know, you got you got a, a smaller field here and you got Scotty Scheffler, JT, Morikawa, Hovland, Spieth, you know, Shoffley, Answer, Zally, Burns, Finau. You have all these names. You say that's a stacked a field. Really strong For field. For invitational, that's a pretty strong the lineup. Week, the week after the PGA. Right, exactly. And this course much shorter than last week. Yeah, shorter, shorter, tighter. Yeah, and you so get, much you get different some feel. Wind. Much different feel. Yeah. And you're looking at guys, and you're looking at like, okay, who's good strokes gained off the tee? Who's good at strokes gained on approach? Who's course history? Who's good on bent grass? There's just so many different things you can look at when when looking at this course and this tournament. And like Brendan said, you, you can't forget about course history, and, and you got guys that have done really well. Zach Johnson won twice here. Jordan Spieth won it. Kevin Kiz won it. You know, there's Kisner. been a lot of great winners of this that are true golfers, grit golfers, skin heavy golfers, like a Kiz. You know, I think that's yeah. that's where you get scrappy. Tournaments get one. Yep, and and JT dangerous shot shaper course. Talk about it. Let's. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Zach, talk Coming about that being in this week. course and how tight it is and kind of what what that means for the players. Yeah, so you're in Texas. You get a lot of wind out here. There's probably going to be a lot of long irons. Long irons are going to be at a premium. You've got these 240-yard par threes, number four, which is part of the horrible horseshoe. It's the 
this part that bends around the driving range. So you have OB there, I believe. Yeah. And it's it's a challenge. It's brutal. Brutal. You said it's one of the tougher ones on the PGA. Yeah, it plays the as the <clears throat> hardest three holes on the PGA Tour consistently. Yeah. And that's and it. it's not a major horrible horseshoe. Yeah. Horrible horseshoe. They kind of set you up for failure though. I mean, kind of. They they give you a glimpse of hope to start off. The first and second holes are the easiest holes on the course. So, you know, if you go out and get a couple birdies, you're in good position, but if you don't <laughs> yeah, take advantage yeah. of those, if you don't take advantage of those, then you're just you're basically fucked once you get to right. three four. Cuz those five. are your saviors. Like if you can birdie the first two and then get your par par and then okay and then the other one you get a bogey okay that's saving i i'm not it's not that bad you're not you're not coming out of it and eh, forget it yeah you're gonna get yeah. shafted right there <laughs> that's crazy give you the old shaft eh? Eh, eh. <laughs> and we read that the guest fee was 200 dollars for this course so to get to pay 200 bucks to get your ass kicked i mean that's that's a high fee you know that's tough it's no pebble beach but it's yeah it's, it's up there ocean course at kiowa yeah that'll kick your ass yeah, I'm glad I found an ocean sure, uh, you... course at Kiwa Ball this uh, past oh, week yeah. in the woods at Sag Hama Golf nice. Course. Somebody was playing. Zach, was that yours? No. Yeah, no. Was that your ball? No. He doesn't hit him into the woods, Brendan. Come on. I don't, I don't have any with that logo on there. Zach's not a tourist. That's the exact he doesn't buy reason the golf why I don't. Ball, okay? <laughs> he doesn't buy the pro. Zach shoots the same like, golf ball for the last however many years. I like years, the all-white ones. It's a... Oh. He's your been playing titlist, the same ball uh, since he was 13. Yeah, and it's Titleist. What, what's your goal? It's the Titleist, Titleist Pro V1X, right? Yeah, like the X, the red one. Yep. One through four. Yep. Oh, uh, with you're a naughty orange, boy. little orange on there. A little orange on it. Just throw a little orange. Maybe a little lime. Yeah. Maybe some lemon. That's the exact reason why I don't <laughs> buy those uh, logo branded balls. They're they're just going to be advertising for whatever company that is. because They're just going to get, get lost. Well, the best yeah. thing to do, <laughs> I promise you, the best thing to do is to go on like golfdiscount.com and you get the aftermarket run Pro oh, V1s yeah. that they use for like corporate events. So it's like Bill's 50th or like Happy Father's Day or it's like congratulations. You can, and you could just get a bucket of those for so cheap and they're like half the price of regular Pro V1s. They've never been used. Guys, I just hooked you all up. Yeah. You're welcome. You can get those at the Downs, too, I think. <laughs> yeah. They, well, then you can get the big balls of bags there called Gator Bait. And that's, I've, I've oh, definitely purchased Gator those. Bait. I've definitely purchased those before. That's it's like Nike incredible. Mojos and Noodles and all this other dumb shit. Did you guys just have a flash in your head of Chubbs and his hand being bitten off yeah. by the Gator? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's Chubbs. all I thought of. Chubbs. You took Chubbs' hand. <laughs> you got one eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man yeah that i mean zalatoris great, great really, they needed that putter so he really needs to win that shit in an auction he needs to go and like buy Dude, that from the he, movie prop set yeah he nailed that role in that movie he nailed it i'm so proud of him that he like was in a movie about golf and then becomes a golfer it's just so incredible inspiring yeah yeah that's <laughs> the american dream good for you will hockey and golf do you think i think when davis riley and will zalatoris have a little little competition here on on putting and approaches to greens i feel like that's going to be a little swing fest going on yeah they could go low this week depends what the weather shows i think davis riley is a shoe in for some good scoring I, I davis say. riley yeah yeah he's, he's in dude he, he's on fire right now yeah kids a key he's on he really it. is he really is he's on it he's playing incredible golf it just every time he's going out there he's just playing really well yeah yeah I, I can't lie 
I do not have him in my lineup this week because me I had either, a, actually, but I will put dollars. Me on neither. I, it was one of those situations. I like, I ended up making like three lineups and I couldn't decide between them. Yeah. Riley, he, he was a fixture in one of them. Decided to go another way. I might have to produce another lineup just with him in it, actually, just to kind yeah. of feel good about myself, you know? I like that prediction. He, he's on a tear right now, for sure. Yeah. What's he valued at? Do we know? I don't know, actually, off the top of my head. Uh, I yeah, I mean, I don't I, I don't have it up. I think it's like 8,200 or something. Okay. 83, yeah, yeah. 84, that's, that's somewhere what he's, in there. You know, that's what he's worth in this, I think. Yeah. Strong. Shoot. I mean, that's that's... Yeah, I mean it's up there. I think like Mito is probably around like eighty six. So I mean they're they're almost comparable in terms of cost. So yeah, you gotta take your pick there. But wow. I don't know. Cow. Did you guys when you when you were looking at your picks, like did you take into account that they you know they just played the PGA Championship? It's also a Perry Maxwell um, course. Oh. Like, did you guys look at that as what? I at, actually didn't all, account or? those into my picks whatsoever. Actually, Perry Maxwell did not. Even I read a little about that. about him. Yeah, I didn't. Brennan, tell us about that. Well, I mean, it's the it, you know same course, original course designer. Obviously, there were some renovations at uh, Southern Hills recently, so it's a little bit different. But yeah, the original course uh, designer is the same as Southern Hills, which is where they just hosted the PGA Championship. Mm. So. I mean, if you're looking at some guys that so maybe all signs played point well to JT. there, yeah. I mean, the only the only big difference though is with the renovations that occurred at Southern Hills. You know, a lot of uh, around the greens they mowed those down, right? So it makes the around the green play a lot more important at Southern Hills, which JT is. We all know he's a freaking magician right, right. Uh, when it comes to that. So uh, whereas here here at Colonial they don't have that same kind of concept around the green. So it's a little easier to play with around the green. So I guess what I'm saying is it's not as big of a value. So there could be some guys that maybe statistically don't rank great around strokes gain around the green, yeah. um, but they could still end up having success. Yeah. I just, I just got a little alert on my phone here. Holy shit. Dallas up 12 here with six minutes left in the second quarter. That series is getting making me sweat, dude. Those games were all nuts. So my my question is because people would end up listening to this tomorrow. You think they're going to hold off? What's going to happen? Throw throw out your bet right now. Oh man, yeah, I think they're going to hold them off. There's no way Luca's going to get swept. I really think that. I mean, and Golden State's been, I think, pushing their all, giving it everything they have just to fight with Luca and keep up. I just don't think they can do it four times in a row in a clean sweep. And if they can, damn. But anyway, I don't care what happens. I really think Miami's going to pull it out because defense wins championships. And, you know, I think eventually when it comes to push comes to shove, it's Miami all day. Ooh, all right. Well, I mean, I know we got to talk a little golf, but I don't know about that. I appreciate the defense wins championships thing, but, uh, I mean, they, they need to find some other scores because – it's to true. this point, no it's one's true. coming to play, really. And, and Boston, man, I feel like they've been building that team for a long time, and I feel like we're finally starting to see what it was supposed to be. I just or maybe it should have been that a sports team. Maybe it should have been that this. like you know six years ago before LeBron, you know, went to the Western Conference. But yeah, no one was beating him in the Eastern Conference. But anyways, yeah. what the fuck okay. are we talking about? Yeah, sorry, a little <laughs> basketball sidetrack there for you guys. Hope you guys like the NBA. Anyway. Talking more about oh this, you know, b back into it. I mean, really, 
What about like keys to victory, Brendan? I mean, we talked about it a little bit, and Zach, you you can touch on this too. I mean, really, like we were talking about, you got to be good on shots to approach there. You got to hit off the fairway, but power essentially doesn't matter as much as driving accuracy. So really yeah. you want a more accurate driver yeah. as opposed to a long driver, because if you're accurate, then that second shot's not going to be miserable because there's a lot of dog leg left and rights on these. There's a lot of dog leg um, holes. So yeah, I think you that's can important. get blocked out. There are plenty of trees out there. Right. It's all about... Um, strategy and hitting to the wider part of the dog leg uh so you have the best angle in you don't want to try to cut the corner i mean we've seen jt do it a million times these guys can do that stuff on command but in general you know you want to hug that that far side on whichever way the dog leg's going the outside yeah gives you a nice nice look in there regardless of your distance dispersion yeah you know 20 30 yards you still have a look yeah yeah, for sure. Now, yeah, when I was looking at this, I, I kept thinking this kind of reminds me if, if you were to like, you know, if you had the RBC Heritage from Harbor Town and that had sex and made a baby with, you know, <laughs> Southern Hills. Yeah, I feel like that would that would kind of result in colonial a little bit. You know, Perry Maxwell with the Southern Hills, you have all the pinpoint and accuracy that you get at Harbor Town. It's not a big deal how long you're hitting that ball uh, off the tee. It's really about putting yourself in the fairway and giving yourself an opportunity to get on the green and regulation and giving yourself chances for, for birdies. So, That's yeah, I'd answer. say you know, a- accuracy off the tee, strokes gain approach, putting. I don't think that's a huge deal either. Uh, Ooh, you know, it's, it's, it's I disagree. Bent, bent grass. Yeah, I don't know, Brendan. I, I don't know. I just uh, bent grass greens. I don't know too much about them because I'm a moron, but I think, uh, you know, <laughs> I think they're pretty, pretty hard to put on. So I think, uh, you know, you got to be a pretty damn good putter to make the ball a little controlled there on the putting surface. So I think, you know, minus the uh, undulation on the greens there, I think you might see a little something happen. Hey, you could be right. Yeah. You could be right. But the reason I brought that up and the reason why I say you don't have to be as good of a putter i guess as you typically might maybe with you know somewhere like augusta or something like that is these are small greens so it's it's very similar to what we saw last week with these small bent grass greens got it will zalatoris not a good putter right but he's in contention because he's given himself chances i also saw that this course too in terms of two putting it 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 doesn't give up as many three putts right right? so more more of these guys are going to be either making their their birdie putts or just parring out with these two putts. I think Zalatoris is going to do extremely well on all those conditions, like you just mentioned, and JT. So it's going to be really interesting watching those two probably be at the top of the leaderboard again, duking it out for one of the top slots, if not the win. Last thing I'll say before we head to our picks is a little news alert here. Sad to say, Bubba Watson out four to six weeks with a torn meniscus. So he was starting to play really well. I don't oh, know if you guys Bubba. were noticing, but Bubba was starting to pick it up a little bit and play some really good golf. So this will be a little setback for him, just so we're all aware there on the yeah, news. He got, yeah, he got he in contention during, during uh, the PGA. Yeah, yeah. Championship. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's kind of toss it on over to the picks. I think we need a little segue there into our big oh, yeah. pickaroons for uh, – DraftKings, baby. After I won last week, my lineup is probably the most valuable for you all to hear, but that's why I'll go last. Without a doubt. I'll go last. 
<laughs> so, Brendan, putting the pressure on you, let's hear those picks. Yeah. I tell you what, guys, I need to get this right this week because uh, not only did I feel emasculated by uh, not winning last week, especially when you see your cheapest guy, Mito Pereira, in, in contention leading up to the last hole. Yep. And oh, Scotty wow. Scheffler's on your on your squad. I felt like I was going to do pretty well, but yeah, but you didn't. That's uh, neither here nor there. I need the I need the win this week, though. My wife asked me how I did this past week. I told her I lost. She called me a bitch and said, <laughs> "How how can you not win your fantasy world? And if you can't do that, how can you protect our family?" I was like, wow. babe, it's just fantasy. Wow. <laughs> really got no. Really had it this <laughs> week, Brendan. Take, take so Brendan has easy. to win this week or he might wound. be sleeping outside. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be in the garage taking my swings, guys, taking my hack. <laughs> Bingers and right swings. Right there next to the trash can. <laughs> oh, boy. Throwing it right next to the trash can, just like where all my lineups have gone the last few weeks, right in the trash Speaking can. Speaking of which, let's hear it. You do. I am due. I felt like I got hot early and it just uh, cooled down real quick. Okay, here we go, fellas. Uh, we'll kick it off with a little Chris Kirk. Okay, I like I like Chris Kirk. He played well this past week. The dude's 28th uh, off the tee, 31st on approach, 7th around the green, and he is 17th on tour in strokes gained total. So I feel like this guy is going to be really consistent for me. He's going to put the ball in play, navigate himself around, and play a little good golf this week. Okay. With that being said, we'll move a little bit on to my dude, the Jordan player, Harold Barner, the third. I love it, Brandon. Love that pick. Harold, do you like that? I do. So if if you recall, I mentioned earlier in, in uh, this episode that par threes are playing very long in this tournament. So a great statistic here, I hope, comes into play. He is number one on tour in long par three scoring. Um, yeah. So he's picking up about 0.12 uh, strokes per par three. Uh, that's over 190 yards. So I'm thinking, okay, well, if you do the math, he could potentially pick up about two strokes uh, per round on those par threes. Yeah, Um, I will say, can I say before you move on to your next pick, the only thing that concerns me about Varner is that his driving accuracy is not great, and that's why I did not put him in my lineup. No, 100%. I mean, I toyed with that, too. That's the one piece that I'm a little bit concerned about myself. But we'll see Um, how he plays out. Maybe he just is on it. You know, who cares? He might be on it. He's been playing great too. He and has I made he's been that playing compar- great golf. Yep. And I made that comparison earlier about a little bit kind of like Harbor Town. Yeah. Harbor Town is a, a, a course that you gotta plot around and you gotta put your ball in and play. Um and it's very tree lined. So I'm thinking if he was able to do that because he yeah. was uh, yeah, I think sense. he was top ten. Yeah. I think he was top ten or even top five at that tournament. Right. So if he's able to do the same thing, I think he's in contention. Right. Uh from there. I'm going to move on to a little course history. I got my man, Brian Harmon. Okay. Okay. Brian Ooh, Harmon. The lefty. Harmon. Almost put him in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the lefty. Fellow lefty. The lefty. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, yeah, no, I, I like Harmon this week. And a lot of it is due to course history. I mean, just overall this season, he's uh, tied 35 or better in three straight starts, including a T9 at Wells Fargo. But when it comes to Colonial and his last five starts, He's finished inside the top 25 four times. T31 in 2019, 
but he also had two top tens with the T8 last season. So I really like his course history, and we were talking about driving accuracy. He's 11th on tour. So I really like the way he's playing uh, recently, too. Uh, So I think he'll have a good week. And then I also have my man, Tom Hoagie. Nice right. pick. So we talked. We, we talked uh-huh. about him. Zach last were talking week. about we him about right his... before the podcast, and if we should put him in there, we he's were looking at the pick. stats. Yeah, he's a good pick for this week. He's a grinder. He's, yeah, a, grinder. he's a hoagie. He's a hoagie. Is he a Texas boy? I don't know. He's. Uh, I thought he was. Uh, no, Gooch is Oklahoma. Never mind. I don't know. Oh. He, yeah, he's a. Well, he wasn't born in Texas. He's a North Carolina boy, but he did go to TCU. So we'll we'll consider him a little boy. Okay, Brennan. So picking him, that's a nice value pick. That's good. Yeah, he's six on approach, uh, 19th in tee to green, and 26th in strokes gain total. So I like his game. He's playing pretty well last week, too. From there, I got my boy, Max Homa. The dude is on fire right now. You got to love that, throw it down for Max, yeah. You don't even have to say anything. We get it. It's the golf world. I won't. I won't. I won't. And then so who's the big dub? Yeah, dude. So this one, I can shoot myself in the foot, but I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of going Throw out it. on a Let's limb with it. this dude. So he missed the PGA Championship uh, because he was overseas uh, and he got COVID, right? So he couldn't come over and play. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? Hovland? Nah, dude. He played PGA Championship. Oh, man. Sung J M, bro. Sung J M. He's in it this week. Good for yeah, him. Good for you. I forgot he was even in He on, wants man. to be the best player in the PGA Tour, and he said it multiple times. So this is only going to prove that if he comes out here and gets it done. Dude, I wow. need it. I need it. But what I got me backing up here, yeah, uh, give me know, some or I guess what's backing quick, me up quick here, stats. he's 12th off the tee. Okay. He is 83rd on approach, but everything else kind of works out for him. He's ninth around the green, he's 15th tee to green, and he's 14th in strokes gained total. So I like the way the guy's playing. I'm kind of going out on a limb, uh, but screw it, man. He's coming in hot. He wanted to play PGA Championship. He couldn't. So he's coming here, and he's going to come win. I love it. Good, good pick. Honestly, good great pick. lineup for Brendan. Good shit. The only thing I have a concern with is Herb Varner's driving accuracy out of that whole grouping. And uh, maybe M coming back from some flights and stuff internationally. But other than that, I think you're you're solid Ooh. and I think you're you're dialed in. Zach, let's hear your line, baby. Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay. So my picks, I really I we share one we share one pick with yeah. in Chris Kirk. Okay. He, he played great last week. He was in it. Fifth place. That's a pretty good week. Yeah, and he's especially just, in a major. He gets so hot. So this might be the start of his... A beautiful. ...of his streak mm-hmm. or the middle. I've got Sam Burns. He's been playing Young great. Young gun. Young gun. Great driver of the golf ball. And I think he's I, I think he's got it. Abraham answer. I, I like that. You like that? I do like the Burns pick, though, I'll say, before you get into answer... He missed a couple of cuts coming to the PJ Tour, but last week he played really good golf, and yeah. I think this course does suit him well. So I like your True. pick there. Yeah. Answer? Answer is not a long guy, but he's very accurate, and he's been trending well. 
that's going to be my one regret pick this week is not picking answer because I really like him for this week and I'm going to put some money on him on the side. I think he's played a lot of golf in Texas too. Yes. In his and, career. Yes. And he's, and I just think he's, like you said, he's built for this course. His putting is solid Yeah, and he puts well on bent grass, one of the best bent grass golfers. So I think that that's going to come yeah. big into play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I like him. I like him. Thanks. Um, Bo Hostler. Is, is going a, with it. He's, I love he's it. Low, he's uh, 6,500, so he's some value, but he's a Texas boy, too. He went to Texas for all of his cl- his college career, and he's done well this year. He was in it at the AT&T. You got to take people who, you know, they grow up around there. Yeah, guess California what? California boy. He's also first in the PGA in putting bank grass officially. Over, oh, he is. Over answer. Wow, over yeah. answer. So... Not a bad yeah, pick. I, ho- I hope he does well for you. I'll, I'll be killing myself, though, because, you know, the one time I picked him, he ended up missing the cut. But I hope he does great <laughs> yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. I hope he does great for it. Yeah, I debated it. We'll see. Well, and one one of my picks that I'm not – I'm a little tentative about uh, Ryan Palmer. Oh, I like he's, it. No, he, he's a Texas he, golfer. He, he loves is, playing Texas courses. He I mean, did well at the Byron Nelson yeah. and – Always competes yep. in Texas. He's just a grinder. He's got he's got a great putting stroke, and he gets hot. Solid game. Uh, we'll see what he does. Oh this man, week. he's I, been playing a lot. Yeah. And so you've gone. You've got two guys that are relatively low cost. I feel like you got a big baller coming. Yep, Zach. Let's hear. A uh, pretty big baller. My winner is Taylor Gooch. Dude, um, Gooch man. Yeah, this guy is just. I don't know why. Golf. I don't know why. Maybe Texas. I feel like he could do well in Texas. Um, it's right there, South he's Oklahoma. Competitive. Bam. South Oklahoma. Right there, baby. He's uh, so. I'm just picking the locals, basically. You're, you're going more localized. The, people who know the land. Hey, that's not a bad pick. I mean, that's kind of what you got to do sometimes. No, I really think that's that's a be. really good pick. And I come into he's play. got good course history too. Zach, solid, solid friggin' line. What Thanks. Well, we'll done. see what happens. Rolling the dice. I'm coming in hot here. Your past winner. Now I'm coming in hot. I'm coming against Zach now for the most wins. I'm I'm trying to get hot and heavy here. I got three now on the total. I'm sweating. Yeah, you better be. I'm coming in hot I with my joints. This may be coming. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> coming in hot here with the picks. We have starting off Tony Finau. Tony Finau was a little expensive here in the lineup I honestly thought 9100 but he come on you got to give it to him he's gonna drive that ball long he doesn't who doesn't love the big guy yeah he's got great skills he's he's for this course he's gonna make sure that he gets this in he's hungry he's hungry he's so hungry and he's been playing really well he hasn't been playing bad golf I mean he's been making cuts He's been killing it, second in the Mexico uh, Open, and he had 41st in Wells Fargo, not that great, but then 30th in the PGA. He's staying up in there, but I just like his game for this course, and I honestly think he'll come up strong. So that's my first pick. Coming in hot in a number two, we got Billy Horschel. And I think Billy Ho. Billy Ho. I chose Billy Ho for a number of reasons, but, you know, I chose him because he's a birdie machine. Guy's an absolute birdie machine with being 37th in the PGA in birdies, averages. And then he has also driving accuracy. Some of the best on tour at 67.91%. So he's got that driving accuracy that you need here. 
And, Two out of three fairways. And not to top it off, he's 15th in putting. So he's there to putt and win. He always, I feel like, he's, comes into these tournaments. Sneaky. Yeah, he's sneaky. Yeah. That's what it is. And he comes in with this good game, and people underestimate how he's going to do. I think he brings it. So I say he's a great pick for this week, and I think he's going to do well. Then I got my guy, who I'm really sad that I'm not declaring him the winner, even though I want to, Kevin Kisner. Okay. Kevin Kisner's on my lineup. I mean, I got to go with some course history here. Who doesn't love the Kiz? Skins golfer. He's won it before. He's going to be scrappy out there. He likes this course, and it's going to give him some nostalgia. So I think that he likes playing this kind of golf, and I think this is the kind of tournament for him. So perfect pick there with Kiz. Now I'm going with Adam Long. Adam Long, which he's a little bit more of my dark horse, but he does love to putt. Let me tell you, guy likes to putt, and he also has the par four game. So his par fours, Ooh, a lot unlock. of those, a lot of those, baby. Usually unlock. 13, 14. Right. So he's going to be a factor, I think, this week because of that. And, you know, he knows how to bring it, like I said. So I think I think that's what's going to be it this week. And my riskier pick that I was a little skeptical of doing here, Justin Rose. And I typically, Rosie. I'll say I typically don't love English golfers. I don't know what it is. It's just like a UK versus US thing. It's like more like a Ryder Cup, you know, fuck you or America, you know. But Justin. America. Yeah, America, Budweiser and titties. Mm. Get out of here. <laughs> but, we got Budweiser, Titties, Hooters, Wings, and John Daly. <laughs> <laughs> Who still rides John in a golf Daly. cart, even though there's nothing physically wrong John with him. John Daly led the PGA Championship. <laughs> yeah, he did. We, we, we uh, can't talk how did we not? How did yeah. we not uh, bring that up? But Justin <laughs> Rose, coming in hot, the guy like doesn't even play, comes to the Masters, she, you know, plays horribly, doesn't do well at all doesn't do well at the players and then just comes out at the PGA comes in 13th and shoots solid fucking golf shoots a 68 on the fourth Trending. final round. I think he pulls it in hot. And I think what course history comes into play here a lot for him. I mean, he was a uh, par four fiend as well. So I, th I think it's just all going to be relevant information. I mean, it's, it's going to be one of those moments. I think when you look back on it, you can say that if he's placed well and if he's done this and that, I just think he's going to do well this week, and and his scoring is going to be on point. And then for yeah, no, I, I like Carl? that. He's a past winner too, right? Yeah, he's a past winner as well. He won in 2018, and I think yeah. that's what's going to be the the factor is just the course history and knowing things. And yeah, and I like your I like your point too, though. I mean, he took some time off, came back, played really well at the PGA Championship. Maybe he figures something out during that time that he was off. And that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he figured something out, and this is going to be like the magic sauce, and he's going to come in and win it. But then I'm going to go Rosie's right now, sauce. My winner. Um, I've saved a lot in the bank here for the big winner. I'm I'm going to risk it all for the biscuit and go Jordan Spieth. I'm going to say Jordan wow, Spieth here, guys. Spieth. I'm he's try, he's doing well. I mean, you he's just got to look well. at the course history. He's came. He's he's won it a few years back, and then he had three runners up. I mean, he he yep. loves this course. He just plays it like the back of his hand. He's a Texas, big Texas golf guy. Like, he's just been playing really well. 34th in the PGA, okay, whatever. But second in the Brian Nelson and then first in the RBC, he won it. 
He's just been playing solid golf all year. He's merely making that like Jordan Spieth comeback that we've all been looking for. And I think this week he kind of solidifies that with two wins in the season and kind of really rips it all around. I yeah, like for that sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I like good, that. That's pick a too. good point. Very I'm glad point. you mentioned him too. Cause I was going to say, I feel like we need to like, <laughs> none of us really took any of the big dogs uh, up till that point. I was going to say, we should probably call out, you know, who we would think would win out of a handful of guys. Um, that aren't in our picks. But that's really but kind of... I, I agree, dude. I agree. Jordan Spieth, great course history. He's got a lot left to, to squeeze out of his game, too. Oh, 100%. He's not going to In terms of yet. winning, because across the board, he's playing a phenomenal golf. It's the putter. It's the putter that's letting him down. So, to your point, maybe, you know, maybe he gets hot with the putter this week, and he could end up blowing everyone away. You know who's underrated, too? Zach Johnson. Guy won it twice, and he's only $6,700. I mean, let's be real that is, here. That's a great value. <laughs> or sorry, $6,400, excuse me. He's a dumb value pick, and he's won it twice. I mean, he might come in and shoot crazy well, and we're all looking like a bunch of dipsticks because we didn't put him on for $6,400. Yeah. I think that was a big, and I didn't oversight that. I know it. I'm just taking a risk by not picking him. But he shot well. Cooch plays well here. Um, you know, there's a lot of good guys. Justin, or, or uh, sorry, Answer. Um, is going to play well. Zach, I know, is it has him in the lineup. I, I just think there's going to be a lot of golf. Hovland coming in. Morikawa is going to be hungry because everybody's been talking shit. You know? Yeah, Morikawa's. So I was going to I was going to mention Hovland. Like, do you guys? He has yet to win on tour in the continental U.S. So, like, you know, hopefully one of our picks wins. But if not, I mean, do you think he could potentially get his first win here? I know the big hang-up is the short game, right? And play yeah, around the greens, chipping. but... He always I think... duffs chips on the replays. <laughs> <laughs> he's the duff replay master I, of chips. He, he, like, wins tournaments and duffs chips. It's it's interesting. Could I throw out you a crazy stat, though? Ten of the top 13 players last year at this tournament on the leaderboard ranked outside the top 20 in strokes gained around the green. So... Mm. My point is, is maybe that's not as big a factor if yeah. he's if he's still still on his game as far as ball striking, which he's arguably top two, top three ball strikers in the world. Maybe maybe he's able to get that first win in continental U.S. Yeah, I don't know. I think America is just going to hold him back, baby. It's just America. He can't handle or is it or is it Sungjae or is it Sungjae boys? No, yeah. Sun, oh, Sanjay, you know, I, I might be uh, scary. But, you know, either way, I know I'm going to win this week again. So you guys suck. That's it. That's all I got to say. You pick suck. All right. Well, if you were a true friend, you'd let me win this week so that my wife is killed. Mm, sorry, Elizabeth. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no, my, my wife's really nice, guys. She is the nicest. She is she's a nice. sweetheart. But we hope that we all get out there for some golf. We're glad yeah, you we guys hope are you're getting out there week. for golf. We hope you guys, your listeners, our great listeners that we love very much. We hope you guys are getting out there for some golf. All I'm saying is Sung JM is going to be cruising out in a new whip in that Schwab Firebird. I'm just telling you. We'll see. All right. You, you guys know about how the winners get a restored car? Oh, oh that's that that's is pretty cool. Icing. I didn't know that, but that's awesome. The winner gets a restored what? car. Wow. That's yeah, sick. dude. Yeah. So like, uh, so when Kevin Nile won, he got a 1973 Dodge Challenger. Last so year, sick. Jason Kokrak got a 1946 Schwab Power Wagon. You should look that thing up. It is bad ass. I didn't know any of that. And That's then, so uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and then wh- whoever wins this this uh, this week gets a 1979 Pontiac Firebird, and, and they called it the uh, Schwab Firebird. Wow! Look at that fun fact. Winner gets a car. Sun JM's the proud new owner of a brand new car. <laughs> Good for him. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> We've Thanks already beaten him. He won. He already won. All right. Appreciate he beat you COVID, guys. So he won. Cheers to good lines golf. Cheers.